Welcome to an episode of the JMB Boxing Podcast here in the Colto Ramble Ranch in the Chin Check Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Terrence Crawford going to BLK Prime. What the fuck is BLK Prime? We'll talk about that. But not only him, but B Ray's favorite boxer, the problem, Adrian Broner, the can man. Yeah, anybody can get it. It's a night he's going to get it. And many other boxing news, boxing topic, boxing. Everything, but I'm not the only one. I got my co-host. He's ready to go. He's defrosting his wings because he's gonna have hot wings tonight. The one and only <laughs> Hot Wing B-Ray. <laughs> it sounded like Hot Wheels at the end, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember kinda, those ones. Yeah, that's right. How you doing, man? <laughs> good, man. Very good. Very good. Damn, it's been an interesting couple of days in boxing. It actually man. has been. Yeah, especially in the boxing world. And, and you know what? And I was thinking about like, you know, what? I don't think it's a lot of interesting, and I completely forgot. There's a lot of things to talk about. There is some talk about, yeah. Uh, Especially one subject I really want to mention, yes. So. You want to go now or you want to go into the boxing news? No, no, the subject I want to, not yet. No, I feel like we should save it to the end. All right. No, save that. Well, well uh, a fight was announced, of course, a couple days ago. Uh, Teofimo Lopez. Yeah, So yeah. he's fighting on December 10th, right? Yeah. Madison Square Garden is saying Jose Pedraza. That's his opponent. Not a bad fight. Not a bad fight. We talked about it last week. Yep. If if it, I'm okay with him fighting these fights, if it means he's gonna fight like you know, the main guys, like yes. Josh Taylor or, uh, you know, or uh, I, I forgot who we mentioned a couple fights that you know, okay, mm-hmm. cool, you know, I didn't like the way he looked in his last fight, you know, maybe you know he needs more adjustments and and that and that's okay, and that's okay. You're moving up to a new weight class, you know, this whole daring to be great, mm-hmm. you know, he tried it, you know, he failed. This is the rebuild. This is the this is the the get back. Yeah, you know, it's no longer the takeover; it's the get back. Mm-hmm. So you know, give him his time. Jose Pedraza is not a bad fighter. Uh, I heard people shitting on him, but they yeah. weren't shitting on him when uh, when your boy Lomachenko fought him. That's very true. So I mean, <laughs> it, it, again, boxing fans are very fickle. You can't pick and choose who's okay to fight this guy, but he he isn't mm-hmm. okay to fight that guy. Yeah, you know, you, you got to be consistent. I and agree. I'm okay with this fight. I totally agree. So yeah, that's a good fight. I said, and yeah, I hope after that, maybe we start talking about exactly maybe fights like Josh Taylor. Um, who knows? Maybe he'll get a rematch with Cambrosa. You never know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? So yeah, that was that was the fight that was announced. Um, speaking of some fights that might happen next, um, according to um, Michael Benson, says here Eddie Hearn has declared that Anthony Joshua's next fight could be a rematch versus Dylan White. Hey, if Derek Chisora and Tyson Fury can do a rematch, right. why, can't, <laughs> why can't Dylan White and Don... You know what? It's not a bad idea. Both guys are coming off losses. Losses, yeah. One's coming off a devastating loss to the Gypsy King. One's coming off a very 
not a tight fight, but a very a very close competitive mm-hmm. fight. And uh, it makes sense. It's, it's yeah. a good fight. It, it's a good barometer to see where bo- both guys are at. You know, and I think uh, it's a good uh, it's a good a boost for Anthony Joshua. And the fight makes sense though. Like when they fought, they were young. Yeah, they were young. They, they were, were really they young. Were, they were still green. You know, this is before Joshua's rise to the heavyweight to the heavyweight uh, title. Yeah, this is before you know Dylan White was a road warrior. So this is not a bad fight. Like where this fight was taking place, what five six years ago? So now we yeah. see him now in this. You know, further down the road, how much does Anthony Joshua have left inside of him? True. How much is Dylan White? How many more punches can Dylan White take? <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those uh, it's almost a grudge match. Yeah. Which those those way. are those are entertaining fights when you have two guys, in the middle when they meet each other in the middle of the road, it makes for, sometimes for entertaining fights. Yeah, and I and I like that fight. It's not bad. Like I said, if Fury can get your sword, why can't Joshua get White? Yeah. So yeah, they're aiming for January or February. Hearn said he thinks White is probably the front runner if he beats Jermaine Franklin on November twenty sixth. Otto Wallen is also an option for um, for Anthony Joshua. Says. No, no, it's not. That's a, another good fight. Another good fight. Yeah, another fight that, of course, in talks. And again, it's just in talks. I hope it does happen. Uh, also by Michael Benson, he says Tyson Fury versus Ulusan Usyk for the undisputed belts, right for the world heavyweight titles, is reportedly being eyed for a march in Saudi Arabia with talks ongoing between their teams. Well, I mean, this is this was always the plan. Always for Usyk. For mm-hmm. Usyk. It was just Fury. You know, riling up people, mm-hmm. me included, and he's fighting Chisora. Again, this is heavyweight boxing; anything can change with one punch. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think Fury thinks he's risking much by fighting Chisora. We all—I mean, everyone heard last week's episode. You guys got my take on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. I hope it. I hope it. Uh, it happens. I hope Usyk Fury happens. I think. Uh, Usyk made it very clear he wanted him. I, I know he kind of like he kind of hinted like, well, if I can't get him, I'm willing to fight Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the goal has always been that. I mean, I saw an interview with uh, Ige, uh, Ige something. He's the manager of Usyk, and they mm-hmm. said no. He's he wanted to rest. You know, this guy came from this guy just came. He literally was in war. Flew flew into training camp. Didn't even have time to see his family. This guy went straight to training camp when the fight was assigned. Yeah. Trained for eight weeks, not eight nine weeks. Trained, mm-hmm. fought Joshua, and all he wants to do is just rest. Yeah, and even then, he said after a fight, he still went back to the Ukraine to go rile up the troops. Did he? Yeah, wow. he's he's barely gonna get home. He said. So even after his win in uh, Dubai or Saudi uh, Arabia, yeah, Saudi Arabia, yes, he still he still went back into the Ukrainian uh, the you know Ukrainian war. And you know, did the whole tour like, hey, I'm the champ. I did this for you guys. So he still went out and did that like. You know, gotta commend the guy. You know, yeah. He didn't go. He didn't. He's not sitting on his laurels either. He's kind of like, hey, I'm gonna go rally you guys up. You know, fight these Russians. And mm-hmm. now, you know, he's taking Thanksgiving and Christmas off, and he's eyeing March or April, right? March, March. Yeah, aiming for March. Yeah, which yeah. that that's what he said, I believe, right? Or or no, I don't think he probably said March. He said early next year. He said, and it's early next year. Yeah, that's and look, early look, next year. I'll say this: Usyk's a man of his word. He is. He ain't no little bitch. I just can't wait for that because of the deal you made. <laughs> for everyone that doesn't know, the deal I made was with Carnitas King yeah. on our last episode of With Your Fight Club. Yep. Because Carnitas King is a heavy, heavy, you know, swallows it down the drain. 
dick diver for Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. and I believe Usyk was the dark horse. I, I I called it. You did call it. I called it two and a half years ago, and I said Usyk would be the dark horse of this division. Watch out for him. And I've been sitting on on the on the Usyk train. I'm not a dick diver. Rough start, I would say that. Yeah, rough start. It was a rough start for him, man. I'm not a dick diver for yeah. Usyk, but I, you know, I I feel like I have a good eye for talent. Yeah. And I called Usyk and I said, "Hey, you're gonna win the heavyweight championship of the world, man." And he did. And he did. So I did a two hundred dollar bet with Carlitos King. <laughs> Handshake <laughs> agreement, two hundred dollar bet. This fight gets made, Usyk wins. I get two hundred dollars. Wow. $200. That's going to be pretty If intense. he wins, he gets $200. Yeah, that's gonna be, that, that has to be a uh, Witty Fight Club. That has to be. Oh, yeah. No matter what, it's no going to be a Witty Fight Club. Be, yeah. Yeah, I don't go fuck that. Exactly. No matter what, I will be there. Or I'll be squared. <laughs> oh, man. On the uh, Also on the news here. Oh, jeez. So, um, Connor Ben. So, according to here right now, so Connor Ben has now confirmed that he has he's had two positive Vada drug tests, all right? But insists he's innocent and believes they may have been from contaminated food, drink. Clambiro. Yeah. <laughs> right? First was taken on July 25th. Kill you. Came- Here's my thing. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Where the fuck are you drinking and eating Clomid? Exactly. <laughs> what, kind of, what, what kind of shit you eating, bro, or drinking that yeah. has Clomid? Again, we said what Clomid is. Yeah. yeah. It's a hormone yeah, drug. It's a hormone, yeah. What kind of drink are you drinking, bro? Are you are you going to Starbucks and asking for extra soy? <laughs> hey, you know what? Can I get a a venti iced coffee, extra extra soy? You know, is that what you're doing, bro? You know, you you, you uh-huh. were, were you consuming so much soy, soybeans? <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know where he's getting it from, but that's what that's what he said. He says he's innocent. Uh, it says here, first was taken July 25th and came back late August. Second was taken September 1st, came back September 23rd. All right? Yeah. So that's the latest so far. Let's see. He, he also, I think, yeah, he made some comments. Conor Ben on his drug test. He goes, trace amounts were found. Tiniest of traces. Only thing I can think of is contamination. Why would I sign up for Vada and then take this? If you Google this substance, it stays in your system for months. Do I look like an idiot? Yes. He continues. He says, I wouldn't want to fight without this being resolved. It baffles me that people think I have cheated after seeing me after seeing me on TV for so long. What am I like with my team, family, and dad? Am I a serial liar? Yes. He continues. Parts of me thinks if people are portraying me as a villain, I might as well be the villain. But I didn't want to be the villain because I am innocent. I just want my innocence to be proven. And then uh, the last quote here. The traces were so low, there was no benefit. I've got the best scientists on this. I am spending a lot of money trying to prove my innocence. I don't want to run away from this or hide. My innocence matters to me. Unquote. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be John Jones' picograms. <laughs> they found minor traces of picograms, which is like the which is the equivalent of like one tablespoon of salt being spread through a pool, Olympic-sized right. <laughs> pool. Like it was a small trace. It was a small trace. So it's a picogram of Clomid. <laughs> picogram of Clomid. He's right. That, that shit does stay a month, but there's, there's a thing called cycling, bro. You, you're cycling out. So it yeah. was in your system, and you weren't smart enough to mask it, mm-hmm. and you got caught. Yep. That's simple as that. You got caught. I mean, 
I think at worst case, he takes a one-year suspension. Yeah, I was about to say, like, that's probably the worst thing for him right now. One I think he takes suspension. a one-year suspension, and I think he's going to be... It's going to be like Shane Mosley. It might be like the Shane Mosley situation. Who knows? Yeah. Shane didn't even take a suspension. He, no, not really. Nope. Shane took a fine, and, and that was it. Yeah, that but was it this for is Shane more, Mosley. Yeah, this is, but this is a little bit different now. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if he can prove it, go for it, man. If he can't, then just let it go. You can't let it go because they made it known if he's oh, no, not let guilty, it go. No, they're going to take his license away. He's never no, I, I meant more like, then you're fucked. Let's pace it that way. Like, if you can't prove any of this, then yeah, then you have to, like, take the loss. Yeah, you're going to have to hire a great team to explain picograms of Clomid yeah. inside <laughs> you. How did that come about? It, it, no, it, exactly. Um, a bit of, um, I guess not. My, I mean, I, I guess it's it's developing still. Um, I still look at it as, like, again, it's just just more talk really and mm. not much developing but it just came on the news of course um tank davis versus ryan garcia have reportedly now agreed for the framework of a deal for a catch weight of 136 pounds which i find it weird mm-hmm. 136 pounds for catch weight all right target for january in las vegas it's claimed that u.s broadcaster situation is still a significant obstacle needing to be resolved. So I saw an interview with Steven Espinosa today with Fight Hub and Fight Hype. Shout okay. out to Fight Hub, shout yeah. out to Fight Hype. He is that he has said negotiate the, the yes, they are talking. Yeah. That it is just preliminary pre, pre uh, god damn I can't even pronounce words today. Preliminary? Mm, preliminary. Go. Thank you. Go. <laughs> I gotta take time. I gotta take time. I gotta pronounce it guys. I gotta pronounce it. I don't want to sound like Brendan Shop here. <laughs> I can pronounce words. I don't want to be like another podcaster that can't. I at least can pronounce words. Um, so they're in prelim- preliminary. Ah, God damn it! <laughs> preliminary talks. They're preliminary talks. Uh, so he acknowledged that. He said, "Yes, some of the ops. There's some. There's minor obstacles, but they're gonna get through it. And you know, they're gonna be talking with the zone and doing their thing." He didn't want to say much, but he did acknowledge that yes, there, that there is talks of this. The tank has made it very known to not only his promoter but to the network that this is the only fight he's interested in, mm-hmm. and so they're going to work on doing this. There's nobody else they're looking at besides the uh, Ryan Garcia. Yeah. They're just gonna, you know, they're just gonna have to get past certain obstacles. Uh, but he said, "Don't believe everything that's put on the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. You know, just just wait." So he didn't he didn't acknowledge the weight class of 136. Mm-hmm. He didn't acknowledge that everyone agreed. It was just more like the talks are going good. There's a couple things, you know, that I'm that I, you know, I've been in I've been informed of that there are roadblocks, but not yeah. big. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So when I hear this, I take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh whether it be a, a catch weight of 136, who knows? At the end of the day, if it is a weight class of 136, this just proves that Ryan Garcia, one, wants to fight. Two, is obvious the B-side of the situation. He knows that it's un- it's all tank. It's all tank. It's a tank show. Yeah. You're coming to the tank show. So tank's not moving up. You're going to have, and guess what? I'll meet you at a weight. We'll say 136. Cool. If that's the case. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I know that uh, tank went on Twitter, wrote some shit. They took it down. I know that Ryan's been like, yeah, you know, Delahoy's been a little bit quiet. A little bit. He didn't. He did have something to say. Yeah, no. But when I say a little bit quiet, yeah. he's not coked out on social media. Going, no, he's not. Like, hey, Tank, you know, hey, be ready, <laughs> be ready. Both sides continue to talk. There you go. Um, it's, 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 it's getting close. It's getting close. 
That's all I can say. It's getting close. Where would that fight take place, Oscar? You guys have a that, that's a Las Vegas fight. That's a Vegas fight. It's a Las Vegas fight. So this Atlanta site date that's out there, that's it's, not... It's, it's a Las Vegas fight. It's a Las Vegas, yes. Las Vegas. It's a Las Vegas fight. That could be one of the obstacles. He oh. went. Oh, oh. Oh, there we go. That was the end of it. There we go. That was the end of it. I mean, we go. that could be one of the obstacles, you know? Of what? That Because uh... I did hear also that Atlanta was one of the big choices of taking mm-hmm. this fight. He he's he did great in Atlanta. He did, actually. So I know that, you know, that may be one of the obstacles that Golden Boy doesn't want to go to Atlanta because they feel they'd be going to enemy territory. Yeah. You know, Vegas would be neutral ground. You know, both promote, well, even though Mayweather Promotions based in uh, Nevada... It'd be neutral ground for both fighters. It wouldn't be a Tank hometown or Ryan hometown. It'd be neutral ground. Mm-hmm. But maybe that was one of the obstacles, the fucking uh, the venue. The venue, yeah. You know, Tank could go and, you know, go sell out one of the arenas in Atlanta like he did last time. Mm-hmm. Remember, that show was a sell-out sell crowd. It really crowd. was. So who knows? And Atlanta is a hot spot right now for for sports. So I could see where maybe with the promotion is saying, hey, let's take it to Atlanta. We can make more money off of this. Yeah. Than Vegas, who knows? Maybe like I said, that could be one of the obstacles. But if you notice De La Hoya's, you know, uh, tone, it wasn't of like, yeah, 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 we're gonna, it's gonna happen. Uh, we're in talks. We're in talks. He just said it's getting close. It's getting close. And Steven Espinosa said thing. He oh, he didn't even say it's getting close. He didn't say it was getting close. He was saying we're they're in talks. There are a couple obstacles, but they're in talks. Mm-hmm. Just don't believe everything you your guys are reading. Yeah. Just wait until everything comes out. Mm-hmm. So when I hear that, when I hear Steven Espinosa from Showtime say that, when I hear Oscar De La Hoya sober as a cucumber, tell us this. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very confident that yeah. this, might, this fight might happen. It might happen in the start of uh, 2023. It might know? happen, yes. might happen, actually. might happen. So It, it just might, but we'll see. We'll, we'll definitely see, yeah. It's, it's continuing. Um, also, um, I want to get your take on this, really. Um, I guess there was a press conference, I believe, for the, uh, uh, what, Jake Paul and... Uh, Silva and there's still fighting. Silva, yeah. Well, I don't know if you believe any of this bullshit. This deal they came up, they they both said. Oh God damn it! I will fight you in an MMA fight. He won't do it. Whoa! You're so smart because I don't fight MMA anymore. You're so smart. (laughs) Kickboxing. I got you. Kickboxing. Kickboxing. All right. Kickboxing. Kickboxing. But if I win, me and you come together to create. A United Fighters Association to help UFC fighters get better pay and better health care. You become the interim president, and we unite to help these fighters once and for all. Deal, deal, deal. Wow. Let's go. He's all about the gimmicks, though. Like, remember when get Tyron Woodley, you lose, you get, a, you get. A I love Jake tattoo on you, and if yeah. I if I lose, I get a I love Tyrone Woodley tattoo. <laughs> Uh, he always has these little fucking awkward bets, like, exactly. like if you lose, you get to kiss me in the lips. What? No, I mean that's gay. <laughs> uh, Anderson Silva, you saw how he tricked him. Like you smart. Yeah, I don't fuck. I don't. I don't I'm retired, dumbass. Do no I'm retired, dummy. <laughs> oh, well, kickboxing then. <laughs> like yeah, fuck it then. I don't care. Like uh, at the end of the fucking day. Jake Paul is never going to step into an MMA octagon. Uh, of course not. He's never going to step into a, a kickboxing ring because the first chance that Silva gets to kick him in the fucking face, it's over. <laughs> it's over. We've discussed it before. There's a there's a different way of fighting MMA to to boxing. That's why boxers are not successful in MMA. Clarissa Shields is, is the 
the only difference, but I think is she's dedicated. She at least dedicated a couple, like a year, at least a year and a half yeah. in MMA. She didn't just jump into it like James Tony did. Mm-hmm. James Tony got wiped out. Just like but MMA fighters aren't jumping straight into boxing and fighting fucking great fighters. Like, mm-hmm. example, Conor McGregor jumping into the ring and fighting arguably the best defensive fighter in the last 30, 20 years yeah. and got starched. You, there's a process to it. There's a process to how you go into boxing for an MMA fighter. Same thing goes to a boxer going into MMA. But because these guys are at the highest level, they think they can fight at the highest level against anybody in the fucking world. Uh-huh, exactly. But to answer your question, this is another gimmick from Jake Paul. I find it very funny that he goes, you know, we should do a fighter's union and this and that. Why is it that you only talk about this when there's a fight involved? If you're so passionate, Jake, if you're so passionate of actually making sure MMA, when I mean MMA, UFC, because he's very hard on the UFC, getting equal pay, this should be a 24-hour thing you should be doing. Mm -hmm. This is not a, oh, I'm only doing this for fight week, and as soon as I'm done, I'm going to forget about it. Maybe make a few comments here and there, but I'm going to forget about it. If you're so passionate about these guys getting actually better pay, you'd be fighting, uh, fighting and making it. You're a social media star. You have a platform. You have millions of followers on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, where the fuck ever. You have all this um, influence. Why haven't you used it to then start up and rile up your fans and be like, yeah, Dana, why aren't these fighters getting paid properly? Mm-hmm. Why are you only giving them three grand or eight grand and then telling them that they got to put their lives on the line to get a bonus? Why don't you pay them equally? Right? If you're such... An advocate for equal pay for MMA. Why mm-hmm. haven't you dedicated this as much as you've been dedicating to boxing? Because yeah. he is dedicated to boxing. The guy's training, the guy's fighting, so he's dedicated. But he's not dedicated to making sure these guys get equal pay. Again, this is just a fucking gimmick yeah. for Jake Paul to sell a fight mm-hmm. against an MMA fighter because, of course, Anderson Silva is one of the greatest uh, offensive fighters in the UFC history. You know, they're banking on it. If you've seen All Access... They're banking on it. Former middleweight champion, you know, the best striker in UFC history. Da 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 da. That's been the whole promo. So of yeah. course, you're piggybacking off the UFC because you're trying to rile up the UFC fucking fan base to yeah. to pay for the fight to see you lose. It's a it's a ploy. It's a gimmick. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I, I kind of had the same feeling too. Like this is just like again, it's just like what publicity stunt, whatever. Yeah. It's just like just to. It's just a look nice on TV, whatever. But you're you you you're not gonna keep your word on that. No, you're not. You're really not. Look at this. The fight's over. He's done with it. Exactly. He'll make maybe one or two comments afterwards, but you're not gonna see that. No. No, of course not. You're not gonna see it. It's like him being a promoter. It's not really that serious. No. <laughs> he only does it when he you know when he thinks he needs to do it. Yeah. Of course. And, of course, he he did make comments that he said he would love to fight Floyd Mayweather, but in an actual sanctioned fight. Yeah, and Floyd said yes. If you fight, if you can come down to middle, if you can come down to like middleweight, to middleweight, huh? Said that. Wow. Okay. Floyd told him, come down to middleweight. Cause not an exhibition. He wants like no. I he basically said I want to be the one to come beat down him. to middleweight. He told him. Cause what weight weight class he fight again? I'm sorry. Like uh, fights cruiserweight. Fuck. Okay. He has to lose thirty pounds. Thirty something pounds. Thirty pounds uh, just to get up there, just to get down there. I'm sorry. At least he told him mid- like middleweight. middleweight. I think it was like a catch weight. Mm-hmm. Just fight a catch weight. I'm fine. And then he's like, well, you fought my brother. I'm like, yeah, that was an exhibition, pendejo. <laughs> yeah. 
exhibition. Yeah, they, they. I'm pretty sure. I'm sounds like with exhibitions you can allow the the rules that they had, right? Like yeah. Floyd had to be at 160. Uh, he uh, what Jake Paul had, had, to be, be, yeah. had to be in what at 190 at least. You're right with a sanctioned fight. No, it has to be. Yeah, because it has to be a. Uh, uh, it agreed upon weight. Weight exactly, and you have to be there healthy wise. There we go. So even and Jake knows this. Jake's not stupid. Jake no, knows exactly. that. Jake knows that asking Floyd to move up isn't going to happen. He would have to come down in weight. Mm-hmm. And the, look what the, look what the commission did to uh, Rockman's kid. They monitored his fucking weight because yeah. yep. this guy is a it was a heavyweight coming down a cruiserweight, and they said he needs to do it naturally. He can't mm-hmm. do it he- unhealthy, and that's why they pulled the plug. Remember? Because yep. he was on. I remember that. So. Jake knows that. So Jake again, another publicity stunt. Yeah. I see a more realistic fighting Connor. I see a more yeah. realistic fighting uh Canelo. If you know, I can see Canelo going, Oh, I'll fight you a one eighty. Like let's do a catchweight at one eighty five. Mm-hmm. You already fight a cruiserweight, one ninety, you know, one eighty five. Boom. I could see that. I think Jake Jake Jake's Jake's starting to run out of guys. And he's soon enough he's gonna have to start fighting real guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep saying that because I don't see anybody else. I, mean, I don't know who else, yeah. And I'll give I'll give my prediction right now. You know, this is like we're not even going to play the intros for the predictions this week. No, I got Jake Paul winning because it's this, this weekend, right? Everything it's this on. weekend. I got Jake Paul winning by decision. Wow, okay. I don't. I think Silva's a little slip slippery. The Southpaw, you know, he kind of he's 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 an awkward guy, and I and unless you're a a a veteran mm-hmm. to see what he's doing, you could probably finish him. Because he does a couple things, you're like, oh, I see, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Jake's not smart. Yeah, Jake's not a smart fighter. You know, Jake, Jake is athletic. Mm-hmm. Jake, Jake can punch. We've seen that. Yeah, but uh, in all his fights, he's never had to make the proper adjustments. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep seeing, oh, you know, he did a great way of, 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 uh, of setting up that right hand that knocked down Tyron Woodley. You mean Tyron Woodley who hasn't really who? was not a boxer. He was an MMA guy. Like, this guy had to watch out for kicks and punches. And, mm-hmm. yeah, you set him up, but you set up a guy that, you know, let's just be honest, was amateur. Yeah. Anderson Silva's had at least three three fights under his belt and fought former world champion yeah. Julio Cesar Chavez. Say what you want. Whether he, uh, you know, junior. <laughs> junior, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Say what you want. That it, you know, it doesn't count because it's Chavez Jr., but he fought a guy. He did. Chavez should have been able to get rid of this he guy. He should have. Or exactly. yeah. giving this guy problems. Silva fucking took him the distance. Silva will find a way. Silva's plan is not to bang. Silva's plan is to go the distance with Jake. Not get knocked out. Yeah. If he can make it competitive, great. If he can't, you know, take him the distance. Not mm-hmm. to be a highlight reel. I mean, you know, and I think the we'll, I think you're going to... Uh, the more he fights, the more he starts, the more he starts uh, um, leveling up and opponents, the more you're gonna start seeing the the holes in Jake Paul's boxing. Yeah. Which he, I think he might do that. Silver might expose him a little more. I don't think he'll hurt him, but I think no. he'll ex- I think he'll expose he the fact him, that he, right? he doesn't he doesn't know how to finish a guy. He doesn't know how to cut off a ring. He doesn't he doesn't know how to make the proper adjustments mid fight. And I think Silva will expose that. And mm-hmm. it, and it'll be more of an embarrassing thing that you let an MMA guy expose you. <laughs> yeah. You won the fight. People are like, I won the fight. I fought one of the best strikers in, in all of UFC. Yeah. Who only had three professional fights. <laughs> and he took you the distance. Yeah. Embarrassed you. And I, like I said, I got, J- I got Jake Paul winning yeah. my decision. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I can care less really who wins. But 
that's what I do expect, yeah, I do expect at least Silva to expose him a bit more. <coughs> I just expect that. He's fighting a softball. Those are tricky. He's not used to fighting softballs. No. I know they made a big deal. He's fighting Chad Dawson. And Rocha, I found it very funny that he goes, Chad goes, you know, he, he, he landed some punches on me. Let's be honest, Chad. <laughs> Let's be honest. You whipped that boy's ass. He was just told to. <laughs> I bet you were told, like how, like Rockman was, take it easy on him. Don't hurt him. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. You know, hey, hey, with the right amount of money, I can probably get a, a professional fighter to step in the ring with me and spar, and I can be like, yeah, I laid, I laid, I, you know, I, I landed some punches on fucking Canelo Alvarez, you know? Doesn't mean I can beat Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. I landed a punch, maybe. Doesn't mean I can beat him. Yeah. Jake, on the other hand, is kind of in that mentality, like, oh, I, I was in there with former two-time world light heavyweight champion Chad Dawson, and I, I you know, great sparring. Yeah, no. That's yeah, not, that's not no. how it works, Jake. No. <laughs> like I said, that's what I got for this weekend. All right. Well, oh, man, let's get to the full uh, top news of the boxing right now. Right now, so far, we're not getting a undisputed welterweight fight. We're not getting Errol Spence versus Terrence fucking Crawford. And we were talking about that shit last week. And you know how funny thing is, is like right maybe an hour or two after we finished recording, the news came out that now Crawford is fighting, I believe it's the, on December on December 10th in Omaha. It says right here from Mike Coppinger, Terrence Crawford and David Avenizian, I believe that's how you say it, have mm-hmm. signed contracts for a welterweight fight on December 10th in Omaha. Crawford told ESPN, streaming service BOK Prime will offer the pay-per-view for $39.95. Those are old school prices. Right? I was about to say, that's a pretty old school price. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I, I said it last week. I think Crawford really holds himself to high, high regards of like, I am a pay-per-view star. I deserve more than 50-50. I am a former, I'm a former three-division champ, former undisputed champ in 140. You know, I've, I've dominated, I've dominated every opponent I have, I fought at Walter Wade. I deserve more than 50. I deserve the bigger share. And, and I think people like I like I said, he you know he doesn't believe he's not. He thinks he's a bigger star, you know. I think uh, PBC is offering him the money based on what they see yeah. on on the on the views that he's done on ESPN, ESPN Plus, on the pay per view buys. This is what you get. And I think he said no. And like I said, he's the type of guy that probably was like, no, no, no. I I I deserve more. I deserve more. I'm a bigger star. Ba 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 ba. All this stuff. And I think. Here comes this platform and said, "Hey, we're willing to pay you ten million dollars for this mm-hmm. fight." And he's like, "What? Ten million? Oh, well, I'm already negotiating. Yeah, no, I know you were negotiating with the other guy. Let's do this fight. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I'm sorry, Chano. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm fucking disappointed. I'm not. I think boxing has shown us, especially when a big fight like this happens, a lot of people want to be involved. Like, can I say, a lot of people want to be involved in this. BLK Prime is trying to get into the game, and they feel if we can lure Crawford here, Spence will follow. And then we'll put the fight on. We'll put the fight. Just like when his own offer, Canelo Alvarez, that... Hundreds at a hundred eighty million dollar, two hundred million dollar deal, ten fight deal, and oh they my felt God. it was a three. If I remember, it was a, it was the three hundred sixty eight million dollar. And with the zone thinking, oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna get all the big mega fights. We're gonna get the Charlos. We're gonna get every shit. It's gonna be here. 
We're yeah. going to make all our money here. And it was a bust. Yeah, it was. I don't think BLK Prime studied the zone way. <laughs> I don't think so. So they again, this this is what happens when you try to do that. You know, you try to you're trying to get try to get into the game. ESPN and Bob Arum did that with Tyson Fury when they said, "Hey, you want to come over and uh, you want to fight? You want to fight on the ESPN?" Yeah, sure. Why? Because they wanted to be in the heavyweight business. And mm-hmm. we saw what happened. It, yeah. it worked out for them. It worked, and yes, it did work out for them. I don't think it's gonna work out for BLK. No, fuck no. I don't think it's gonna work out for them. I think Crawford, Crawford's going where the money's offered. I think at the end of the day, the, they're prize fighters. They fight for a prize. They fight for a paycheck. He'd be stupid not to take the money to fight an easy fight. He hasn't fought since what last year? November last year. Okay. Porter. He hasn't fought. You need a tune-up. You're gonna go into the biggest fight of your life, get a tune-up, and get paid. I think that's the thing. But boxing sometimes, the boxing gods sometimes say, oh, really, motherfucker? You you think you can spit in our faces? Okay, cool. I'm going to throw this monkey wrench. Let's see if this fight's important to you now. Manny Pacquiao versus uh, Marquez. Manny Pacquiao did this. So m- Manny Pacquiao made a career of always avoiding Mayweather by taking other fights. He won until he finally met a roadblock by losing to Bradley and then losing to Marquez. The fight lost luster. Yeah. After a while, the boxing gods got kind of pissed off and said, okay, cool. Here's a monkey wrench. That's called Tim Bradley. He still didn't learn his lesson. Here's another monkey wrench. Now we're going to force you to want to take this fight because the money, the fight's going to start losing luster. Boom. Marquez. He fought, what, two more times before he fought Mayweather? Uh, Manny? Yes. He fought what, bro? He fought... He fought... Uh, Rios and he fought... Actually, three times. He fought Brandon Rios, right? The rematch with Timothy Bradley yeah. and Chris Ajuri. Before he took the fight. Before he took the fight with Floyd. But the boxing gods threw two monkey wrenches. Yeah. Bradley and Marquez. Yeah. <laughs> Will the boxing gods throw a monkey wrench at Terrence Crawford? We'll find out. Because this fight should have happened already. Now... Should he have taken the cheap money? First of all, we don't know what cheap money is. Mm-hmm. You know, for everyone to go, oh, you know, he shouldn't be taking cheap money. What is cheap money to you? True. It's Ten what million is, says here. He's getting ten million. Was he getting paid? Was he getting get paid the same or a little bit less than ten mil to fight Spence? I want to say it's equal to the amount, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But if he's, I feel Crawford's mentality goes, well, if I'm getting offered ten mil to fight Spence. Then Spence is probably getting twenty. Then I should get thirty. <laughs> That's his mentality. Yeah. I should get more. You know. Oh, so if he's getting fifteen, I should get twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's his mentality. You know what? And again, us talking about other people's pockets, it's not going to work. That's what we get into this tribal stuff. But I think, like I said, Spence took the opportunity. I mean, Spence Crawford took the opportunity. Got offered. Big money by this platform. Mm-hmm. Shit. If this unknown platform is offering you money, are you gonna say no? True. You know, I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna shit. I'm. I'm not disappointed because it's boxing. You know, I, I'm done being disappointed. I'm just fucking curious. What the fuck happened then? What fell through? I think the money. What fell through? I think it's the money. He he was courted by saying, "I was really looking forward to the Errol Spence fight. I started communicate. Uh, yeah, communicating with." Al Heyman and PBC back in June. And unfortunately, they represent a fighter and Errol Spence who didn't want the fight as bad as I did. Then he goes by saying, I agree to all their bullshit and they're being and they've been dragging their ass for months. Spence was nowhere to be found while I was trying to make the deal. Once Why would he? He has representatives. <laughs> <laughs> you well, have a lawyer. This guy has a team to yeah, do his business. He does, for him. Actually. 
Once I'm successful against uh and whatever, my plan is still the same. Whoop, Earl spends ass, he goes. I think it was the money. I think it was the I think it was the money. The, that's what it was. And I think it's stupid. Oh, he was never to be found. What the fuck is he supposed to do? He made it clear. I'm sorry. If I if I have a manager, an advisor, and a lawyer, and I tell him, hey, I want to fight Spence. The, you know, this fight, I'm being told the fight's worth this much. I just want I want my cut to be this much. Mm-hmm. Go make it happen. Okay, okay, cool. I'll bet you the only time they call him, hey, you know what? He says yes to this, yes to this, but he ha- he's saying no to that. What do you say? Well, what do you think? Uh, we could probably, we can nudge, we could probably, you know, nudge a little bit. All right, fuck it, do it then. I don't care. I want, as long as I can get my money and as long as I can get proper time to train, that's all that matters to me. Yeah. I've been hearing it all over. He doesn't care. Get the fight. The fact that he had no other backup showed he wants the fight. Yeah. The fact that Crawford had a backup plan means he, that he was always intending not to take the fight. Anything that he didn't like, he was going to walk away, which is great. Know your worth. Mm-hmm. But don't sit there saying, well, you know, the other guy's scared. The other guy isn't scared. He made it known to his team. It didn't happen. Yeah. Walk. Okay, you walk away, but you're still going to come back. You're going to have to come back. You're going to have to come back because it doesn't look good that you're fighting uh, David Avenesian, who no one knows who that guy is. No. And, and on a platform that nobody knows. Nobody fucking knows. No. So it's obvious that you left for money reasons. It's obvious you left for money reasons. Yeah. Because you didn't leave for like, I'm going to leave for the glory and go fight fucking. I'm going to go challenge Ennis Boots. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to go defend my title against the number one contender, Virgil Ortiz. Which, yeah, you're right. He is the number one contender, right? If you're the fighting champ, Virgil Ortiz should have been next. Right? I fucking agree. Virgil Ortiz should have been I next. I totally forgot that he was the number one contender. Yeah. Virgil Ortiz should have been next. Or... Or said, you know what? I can't get to fight. Ow, why don't you give me Thurman then? Fuck him. Let me show what I can do because you don't want to fight Thurman. I'll fight him then. And so it's obvious to me that the issue wasn't that Spence didn't want to fight you. is that you didn't like the money you're being offered. And here comes a network, unknown network, who's trying to get into the boxing biz and trying to get into the pay-per-view biz and try to and, and is trying to get the biggest fight possible on their platform thinking, well, if we can... If we can hook Crawford here, Spence will follow. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. You're just gonna spend ten million dollars in this fight. Yeah. You really think Spence is gonna go from Showtime, whatever you got, Al Heyman, from Fox to Showtime to, to BLK this? Prime? Yeah. No. Yeah. It ain't happening. You're on crack. No. No, it ain't happening. No. Crawford's gonna go. Thank you. I'm gonna go across the street now. I'm gonna go make more money. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you can keep Broner now. <laughs> But I mean, who knows? Who knows? BOK may have a a, a war chest of a lot of money. Who knows? The fact that they offered ten billion for a one fight deal, as far as we know, one fight deal for Crawford, and it's and right now offered a was it a fourteen mil to Adrian Broner uh, for three fights? I believe so. So they must have money because the fact that they're offering fourteen mil mm-hmm. to Adrian Broner for three fights and offer Terence Crawford ten mil for one fight. They may have money. They may have. May have. They may have money, but I think the idea of, of BLK is to lure Crawford here in hopes that Spence will come and follow him because, you know, he's a competitor himself. Yeah. And maybe, may, and maybe other fighters will come and follow too. You know, because maybe we'll be the, the, the black the zone. <laughs> the black the zone. <laughs> yeah. So, 
I don't know. But again, to me, this the issue. The issue was money. The issue was never the weight because, of course, it was welterweight. I don't think it was the venue. I don't think so. I don't think it was the network. It was the money. He didn't like what was being offered to him. He didn't like the split. He's on the record saying that he wouldn't take 50-50. He was on Rock and Barack's show a couple months back and said, if they, if Al Heyman offered you 50-50, would you take the fight? He, he said, said no. no. Nope. He said no. He said no. He's been on the record saying he, does, he doesn't believe it's a 50-50 fight. He thinks he's the moneymaker here. He's been on the record, Bree Ray. I'm sorry. Where the fuck does he get that? Where the fuck does he get that? So, of course, when you hear he backed out of the fight and is now taking a, fi- a tune-up fight, an interim fight against David Evanesian on BAK ne- BLK Prime for $10 million, you have to jump and say, he did it for the money. Yeah. He walked away because he didn't He didn't walk away. He, did, he walked away because of the money. Yeah. I can just only imagine how much exactly they were offering him for, for both, for Spence and for Crawford. I can only imagine how much they were offering for that. I, It's just funny him for him saying, I agree to everything. And everyone kept saying, like, well, why the fuck he didn't sign then? If you agree to everything, why didn't she sign? That's and it thing. seems like that's what you're saying. It seems like there was money issue. I think it was money. I know it has to be. I think it was money. It like, to I, like, to me, like I said, if they offered him 15, and let's say, you know, Crawford, Spence got 20, oh, no, I should get 30 then. I should get more than him. I'm mm-hmm. a former undisputed champ. I'm a former unified champ at 135, and I'm I'm the welterweight champ here. I should get more than him, and I and I was the pound for pound king. <laughs> you know, I'm critically acclaimed, one of the best fighters in the world. I should mm-hmm. get more money. I'm telling you, that's what it is. It was yeah. the money. You know, Crawford fans can be like, no, no, it was the money, bro. If he just said. I wouldn't take 50-50. I deserve a bigger piece. I deserve a bigger a bigger piece than Spence because I'm bigger than him. And, you know, and you see what just happened. Of course, the money was the issue. There's nothing else. You said you agreed to every, all their bullshit. Yeah. The money was the issue. The money, they wouldn't budge on what you wanted to get exactly. paid. You were unrealistic of what you wanted to get paid. And you, and you found someone to bankroll you 10 mil right now for an easy fight. Maybe an easy fight. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, they're now they're saying they're aiming for, what, February, March now? If the fight, you know, if... Um, and for- when, when, you know, if, if Crawford gets through his fight, maybe in maybe mid, maybe mid of 2023, well, but no one knows. According to Steven Espinosa, Spence is not taking another fight. He made it very known he's not the one to fight anybody. He, no, he said that he... he, he, he was, there was a phone call leaked. Yeah, apparently... Fox and Eagle broke it. That he even said, fuck, no, I ain't fighting... I ain't fighting Thurman. Well, apparently it's it's. Uh, I guess it's, I don't know if it's a rumor. It says the W B the W B C president confirms Earl Spence versus Keith Thurman is next mandatory due. Well, same thing with Bill and his boots. And his boots is the IBF number one contender. Yeah. So, I say this: if they can't come to an agreement, because they, I mean, they can still negotiate. No, of course they can. Of course they, they can still negotiate. Crawford and Spence can still negotiate people and say, okay, cool, take that fight. And then we'll fight early next year. And let's say if they can't come to an agreement by the end of November, by mid-November, before Crawford fights, if there's no agreement, then yes, Spence does need to defend the belts. Mm-hmm. And Spence would be stupid not to take a fight. You know, should he take on Boots now? Nah. No. Boots, Boots' time will come, but it isn't going to be on this right now. I feel like Thurman would be next. Thurman has to be next. 
You know he doesn't want it. <laughs> Thurman's next. Thur- whether he likes you or not, Thurman's next. Mm-hmm. Thurman is next for him. It, it, it's a very, it's a very, it's a, it's a tough fight, but not a hard fight for him to win. No, it'll be tough, but I think tough. he to win. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I do see that happen. Yeah, I do see it happen like that. And it'd be a good fight. No, I, I think yes, it has, it has to be a good. Fight. I, I, and I like that fight as a tune-up for Crawford because Thurman, Thurman is very, also a switch hitter. Very good on his legs, great finisher, mm-hmm. and I, I I would want to think that Thurman and Crawford have the same reach advantage, hmm. have the same height and reach. Yeah. So I think that'd be a great you know um, audition for a mm-hmm. possible fight between Crawford later down the road. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Really, yeah. Just again, very disappointing about it. I was hoping to see it by the you know by the end of the year. It's not going to happen. We have to wait just a little more. Because, of course, because everyone thought that, oh, well, because, you know, they both have, you know, they're in different networks, so that's what's causing it. Now that, you know, Crawford has no promoter, of course, I believe, like, this has to be made then very easily. Should be made easily, but it's not. It's not. So, whatever. Really um, but look, let's just be, uh, let's just be happy for Broner. You got to. Ah, fuck him. Get a network, man. You got you got a network to back him. Fourteen I'm mil, sorry. three fights. I, I don't think no one's really. He's listening. like Tupac I coming out of jail, <laughs> and Crawford's like Snoop. I think nobody gives a shit about that. I'm sorry. The fact that they literally printed a, a screen, they printed like a banner for him, and he sat down like a press conference, and nobody was there. It was just an iPhone doing an Instagram live, like yo, I, I signed with BLK. Yeah, three fights. Exactly. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what that one guy was saying, the Sandy Now Heyman, like. They promise you the money, but they don't give you the fight the fight dates. They don't give you yeah. the guaranteed fights. They just say, hey, we can get you paid half a mil for a fight. All right, cool. How many fights? But you're going to get paid half a mil. What do you care about the fights? Like, we'll tell you when we have a fight for you, but just know that your guarantee is a half a mil. Mm-hmm. And some fighters are like, oh, fuck yeah. You know? And for Broner, Broner's kind of like, dude, like, I'm not getting any younger. I need fights. He even said, like, dude, I need fights. Yeah. I need to stay active. For my own sanity, I need to stay active. And nothing i mean he was supposed to fight but then he i think he got injured or he got sick or i don't remember he had issues so now you know again he found the net he found someone to back room to bankroll him there you go this might be a resurrection of agent broner if he can, if broner can stay active yeah he becomes a who know i i'm gonna throw this right now thinking about it who the fuck knows what wait that bill 140 140 147 who knows? We might get the fight that I've been asking for the last two, three years. What, what's, what's that one? Crawford Broner. Crawford Broner. <laughs> if Spence Crawford don't happen, Spence. Imagine, uh, imagine Crawford the monkey. Broner. Imagine the monkey wrench that the boxing gods throw at us is mm-hmm. that Broner beats Crawford. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. I'll admit it. I'll be fucking shocked. Like I mean, beats Crawford. Like beats him bad. Like Marcus Pacquiao bad. Like. And that's and that's where if that ever happens, that's where that's where Broner needs to <laughs> he needs to realize. <laughs> don't go back to your old ways. <laughs> don't be thinking you're the big shot so you can go out do another porno. <laughs> oh, he would. He would. Don't be doing that shit. He would. You did beat one of the best fighters. Let's say that happens. Yeah, I just hope I'll be like, don't Imagine. fucking go back. Because this is a this is a second chance. That's where I can I'll say uh, that's a second chance he'll right ruin there for it. you. You'll ruin it, Daniel. He'll, he'll ruin it. He would. He'd get demolished in the rematch. Imagine, like, the monkey wrench, the boxing yeah. guys throw at us. 
is Broner beating Crawford Crawford. Yeah. Because the only reason the BLK is offering this money is to hope that maybe they can get this fight. No, of course. Yeah. Because that was the fight that I asked for that Bob Barham should have got. Like, hey, Broner needs money. Broner's a name. Broner, people bought Broner Pacquiao. People would buy Broner Crawford. Yeah. He could sell. Yeah. And never. Never. They never offered that. Is BLK listening to the show going, Uh, (laughs) hey, those two guys over there in Whittier, they have something. Let's go offer Crawford money. Let's go offer Broner money. And let's hope that Spence, Spence Crawford doesn't happen so we can make Broner Crawford on pay-per-view. Yeah. Not for $40, but for $50. <laughs> Enter promo code BLK. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Hey. They, hey. They, they might. The theater of the unexpected, my friend. Yeah. Uh, again, we're not bro, doing the prediction seg- segment, so we're just spot- spontaneous doing it. Yeah. But also this weekend, Lomachenko fights. Oh, he does, actually. You're right. He does fight this weekend. Um, I don't see him having a tough fight for this one. This this has to be a very easy fight for him. Easy win. He has he has to win by. Uh, he looked good against Comey. He he did. I, I don't know if he. Um, I don't know if he's just gonna like make him quit like he usually you know when he used to do that. Jaime how was it? Uh, Jaime Ortiz. Something like that. Both guys are what gold gold medalists, no? Yeah. yeah. So I definitely see him uh, win. And after that, I'm sure there will be a. Talks with again uh, with uh, with Devin Haney. I think he might get a late round stoppage. Yeah, I think uh, he'll analyze, make the adjustments, and I think he'll you know step up to step up his game, mm-hmm. and he might get the early uh, late round stoppage. Yeah, and but but if the fight becomes a little too difficult, I could see him just boxing his way, making sure there's no injuries, mm-hmm. so he could be ready for Devin Haney. Yeah, down the road because that's the fight that's gonna happen, yeah. Devin Haney. So yeah, I got I got Lomachenko winning. All right, me too. No, Lomachenko winning this fight. You got anything else, B man? Nah, that's pretty much it, man. The boxing right. world. There you go, man. That's the stuff we got for boxing. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to give us a five star rating on iTunes. It helps with the visibility. The tonight's episode keeps the lights on for us here. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram too on the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast. If you guys like what we're doing, give us a comment too. Send us a DM. Uh, we have a lot of people that send us DM and uh, boxing news. We're more than welcome to receive your guys' mm-hmm. news too. If you guys have it, or if you guys have special people you guys want us to interview, we're always open to that oh, as well. Um, enjoy the this weekend. Uh, go trick or treating. Go Halloween. Whatever. Um, don't forget to listen to a new episode of Geek and Geek Out, episode three, Geek or Treat, <laughs> and a new episode of the Rambleaholics, the Ramblin' Spooktacular episode, <laughs> out there also this weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Drinks. Uh, drink responsibly because I won't. And be safe and. Make sure you watch what candy your kids get because, you yeah, know, you never too. know. Yeah. Also, happy Halloween, folks. What there you go. just happy said Halloween. is one of the most yeah. insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.